Wow, we're almost late. A little bit late. Little bit late. Somebody, somebody logged on right away. They were, they were waiting for us. We apologize for our momentary lateness. We were perusing Eric's new stack of comic books <laughs> and seeing what sort of goodies he had and showing off my book that I got in the mail today, that Black Sun, that I completely forgot was coming. Instead, they'll get in mail that you forget about. That's kind of like Christmas, right? You're like, it is right. kind of like Christmas. I had it and I'm like, man, what is that? And then I got really excited because I got a box in the mail today too. And I was like, oh man, what is this? And then I realized, oh, this is just the tub spout for my bathroom uh, remodel not projects. As, not as fun, but <laughs> not as still. exciting as getting a book or anything, but it will let me put my bathroom back together. So that's a plus. So, um, all right, who we got? We got Dan is on here. Tyler, what's happening? And Alder, good morning. We have our coffee, right, sir. Tyler. We are ready. Do you have your coffee? I got my coffee. All right, just making sure. Oh my God, it's way over there. Just, hey, nice coffee cup. I like that. Hey, we're, yeah, that's pretty Twin, sweet. Coffee almost cup. twinsies today. Uh, again. Almost, yeah, I got my Guns and Roses shirt on, not my uh, Indian Invasion shirt. So, so and there's there's Spaz. Hello, gentlemen. Um, I think we only have gentlemen. If there's any ladies watching later, hello, ladies as well. Tim, hello. Oh, Tim's bag of D12s for yes. Rain and Hell showed up. Nice. That's always good to get dice in the mail. Yes, yes, yes. And there's Mike. And, uh, oh, Tyler submitted a scenario for yeah, Bexums. That's awesome. What game did you submit it for, Tyler? Questions about that, so I'm excited yeah. to see it. Yes, absolutely. So tell us what game you submitted it for. And Spaz said he'll see Alder's coffee and raise him with some Noofy Screech. I don't even know what that is. Is, so. that, is that a... A Canuck thing, Spaz. It must be. Oh, Batman miniatures game. Okay, cool. Very, Very cool. nice. I don't That's think a fun um, game. I don't think I've seen anything in the bazaar for Batman miniature games. Any so. of the any of the superhero games haven't seen anything. So something for Crisis Protocol would be good. Yeah. The the DC Universe one, uh, which is pretty much the same as the Batman one. Special rum from Newfoundland is what the Newfie Screech is. All right, it's nice Newfoundland. Nice. I actually um, picked up some. Peach moonshine on our way back from Fernandina Beach. Peach so moonshine. peach moonshine. I, I do live in the south, so you know. Ooh, I don't know about peach though. It's pretty good. Well, hey guys, welcome <clears throat> to Indian Invasion Shorts. This is Mac and Eric. If this is you joining us for the first time, our weekly little short show where we we run our mouths right did i get it right this time run our mouths about gaming topics or games um so if you guys have a game idea for us email us send it to us at indianvasion at gmail.com yeah send it to us alder says he'll see your <laughs> your rum spaz with rum and coffee so yes dan i know not all southerners drink moonshine but it is much easier to find moonshine in the south yeah, I don't find that stuff up here. Yeah, it's too cold up there. I'm telling you, it's too cold for everything up there. It's just too cold. Not right now. <laughs> well, no, not right now. But you'll be cold very soon. Very soon. And I'll enjoy that until about mm, January. Yeah, and then you'll be done with it, especially yeah. as a mailman. So yeah. what are you working on, Eric? I mean, I know we only did Hobby Hangout Monday night, and you posted some pictures. Well, let's see. I... Did get quite a bit of painting done on uh, some of my last remaining 
minis, my demons, I got to do for my second cabal for the rain and hell. That you um, haven't even played yet. No, I know. I'm trying to get together with Big Mike, and we're going to set up a game between his terrain, my terrain. We have plenty. That's the other thing I've been working on is uh, my Sigmarite graveyard. Yep. So they're all primed. I just got to start painting it, but that's going to be easy. Dry brush it gray. Done. Yeah. You know? So... That's what I've been doing lately and reading a little bit, um, reading some urban manhunt for a second time, uh, kind of reading through the, the, uh, play test stuff that Cynthia yes. sent over. Yes. So, uh, it's pretty, pretty neat stuff there. Uh, well, I, I checked on drive through RPG today, desperate to get the paper copy of the companion because I have the yeah. PDF, but yeah, y'all know Mr. Hard copy. I, I got to have the book. I have the PDF. I don't even think I've looked at it because it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work. So yeah, I'm excited to get my hands on that, but I did go ahead and pick up the, that's right. Mr. Hard copy. I did go ahead and pick up. She has this little um, 1980s techno soundtrack on drive through oh, RPG. Yeah, yeah, I, think I, I went ahead and I went ahead and picked that up just, okay. you know, just to support and throw it on in the background yeah. next time I play. So that should be fun. Other than that, I haven't been working on too much. Uh, I hurt my wrist really bad, so I couldn't do too much. But I got a little bit of work done Monday yeah. night on uh, Akara for the Drowned Earth, the mounted Akara. I got her her steed. Uh, I got a lot done, probably 80% done. So just going to add some little last-minute details and eyes and horns and all that stuff in the saddle. And that's what I got done. Okay. Well, shall we jump in? To tonight's topic we're doing a topic tonight guys um and this kind of came up after well during our was it last week shorts when we were talking about i don't know i have a bunch of kids at all and school starting so it's just it all <laughs> blurs together and it was a question that was brought up and i'm gonna throw spaz under a bus because he brought it up and it got the wheels turning uh -oh. so tonight let's talk about agnostic Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about it off and on uh, in the regular podcast, in shorts, in just some of the chats. But we never really just focused on talking about miniature agnostic games. So we thought we'd take the time here and do a couple of things. One is throw out a whole bunch of them that we are aware of. Um, and there's I am sure that there's a whole bunch more. And if you guys know any, please let us know because that is exactly what I need is another rule book to read. Well, you should have all the minis already, right? That's why I need another rule book to read. Hey, look who joined us. It's Wayne. We got up, two Wayne? from down under. Hey, hello, sir. How are you? Glad you could join us. So let's talk agnostic. What is a game with agnostic minis? So I did some Google foo and here's what I found. Having a product that's agnostic means having a tech solution tech doesn't apply here, but that's able to interact with any systems or any products of the same category. So you went to Webster's Dictionary is what you're saying. No, I Well, I, that's probably where Google pulled it from. I say Google. <laughs> oh, I better, my phone's going to set off if I yell it too loud. <laughs> It'd be like, what? Um, so, yeah, that was kind of a basic meaning uh, of what, what agnostic is and i just saw some of my lights fall behind me um <laughs> you know but, nobody would have noticed that if you hadn't said anything you know that i right? could yeah, i had to call it out so examples we got 
a big list of examples for you guys. Mac was busy typing all these different games. He probably has all the rule books for it. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I have most of them. Most of these? Okay. Most of them. There's a couple, though, that are kind of all-encompassing. So, And I'll throw those ones out there first. And that's uh, three companies, actually. And that's anything from two-hour war games. Okay. is going to be miniature agnostic and you can Google them. And a lot of their stuff is free PDF to download uh, anything from Ganesha games, which if you're familiar with song of blades and heroes, and I'm going to tell you the guy's first name because I cannot say his last name because it has three consonants and like 14 vowels. So I'm not even going to try, but his name is Andre and, uh, but he is the creator of the Song of Blades and Heroes engine. Okay. So his games kind of jump across everything. So he's got zombie games. He's got werewolf games. He's got space games. He's got fantasy games. He's got one of them. My favorite rule rule wise is, um, well, they're all the same rules, but theme, I guess, would be uh, giant samurai robots. So basically you're playing every 1980s Japanese anime Voltron kind of thing. Um, and then most of the stuff from Osprey tends to be um, agnostic. The, the the rampant series, the stuff like um, I think drawn a blank now on the games, but the Blue Book series. Everybody that is familiar with Osprey games is familiar with the Blue Book series. And the majority of those are are miniature agnostic, but those are the ones that I probably don't have because I don't have all of the Osprey books or all of the Ganesha books. I do have a lot of Osprey and I do have a lot of Ganesha books. I don't actually have any two hour war games, but what looking at that list we threw together, what are, what are a few of your favorites? And if anybody that's watching has any favorites that are agnostic, throw them up there and I would Dusty, love to see yours. Dusty. So here's one right off the start that I still do not have the books for. It keeps ending up in my shopping carts wherever I'm at, and I always take it out for some reason. But that's the last day's zombie, zombie apocalypse. apocalypse. Um, it's just, you know, me and zombie games. Let's see what else you got. Star Breach, which until I really read the book and we deep dived it, I didn't know about it. Right. I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but I really like the system in that. Um, I, I think Eli was really smart when he did that, the author, because mm -hmm. he played to those four, the 40K fans. Oh, yeah. And the Star Wars fans. Yeah. And, yeah, and I don't know about you, but I've heard the discussion a million times about whether or not a Jedi could beat a space Marine and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. Good now you can solve out. the answer on you. Now you can solve it on your tabletop. But then you got like Carnivorous, which I still want to try. One of my favorites, Urban Manhunt. Uh, what's else? There's Rain in Hell. Rain in Hell. Outbreak. That's another neat one. Uh, Supers, which I really want to try. Um, yep, and that's where um, Elasta Ape has been making many appearances yep. on Spaz's table. Is in Supers, and then of course you got like Gaslands, something that everybody yeah. has tried at least once. Um, yeah, and you don't really around. think about it being miniatures agnostic, but when you can go spend ninety four cents at the store and get yourself a miniature. I, that that's pretty miniatures agnostic and and cheap and i have some right here on my desk so what about you any of these ones that jump out to you that uh oh yeah oh yeah so i i really 
really like Rain in Hell. Obviously, we've been talking about that, but I've been on a Horizon Wars kick too. And I like some of the really obscure stuff. Like I put on their Turnip 28, mm-hmm. which is a That's downloadable right. rule set. Yeah, you yeah. can download that. And I've downloaded my copy and printed it and read a little bit, but it's just, it's kind of, it, it's a silly and dark kind of thing. And, and to borrow a term from uh, our friend Josh at Zombie Smith Games, it's a little bit grimsical. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's a little silly, but kind, but still kind of grim. Of course, Urban Manhunt for me. And um, I really like Ragnarok and Battle Space. Okay. Battle Space was a really fun game made to be played solo. Like mm-hmm. that is the intent of the game. You can play it with more people, but the intent of the game was solo. And the the only thing about it that doesn't appeal to me is that it's modern. And I, I'm just for me, theme, I'm just not a big modern theme kind of guy. So that's just that's my two cents on that list. But it's a huge list. We got Billion Sons on there, Oathmark, Reality's Edge inept uh, supers like we said star breach stargrave and i got to thinking about that though stargrave is one of those partly agnostic games that we're going to talk about a little bit later so yeah mm-hmm. mike threw up their stargrave too and tim said miniature agnostic with solo rules are really the ideal game for me and nowadays uh, you know, that's kind of yeah what a lot of us are having to do i i had to do that with within the last year is basically play myself and kick my own butt well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there that I can cheat because I do have a lot of kids, and yeah. you know you know, I I'm I'm not I am not above blackmailing them and offering them extra video game time if they'll play a game with me. So, but <laughs> because I, I I really like solo rules, I think they're brilliant. I think it's really smart for designers to throw them in there, but I I like playing a game with somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I just don't have the gumption to set up a table and put everything out no. there and play solo. That's I, I want to hang out. Us, that's why a lot of us play games is for that interaction with absolutely the community and ha- uh, you know and have fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's a big reason I got into gaming was to get out there and meet people and have fun and make friends. And um, I dragged my son along when he was ten years old to get him. You know, oh, where yeah. he wasn't so quiet and shy around people. So, yep. Um, and it could, so it can be a family thing too. But, uh, you know what, you guys, I am going to copy this big old list Mac made. And if okay. you guys are in the chat, I'm going to throw it in the chat. There you go. That's a good idea. Um, so, so the, the next question is why get into an agnostic game? And a lot of it comes down to, and look at everybody. Everybody's saying the same thing. They're like, yep, interaction, interaction, interaction. I think I think if you really had to nail down one thing about every game, I don't care if it's uh, the biggest you know, 40K down to the most tiny, self-produced, self-published, self-typed, self-printed book, that it's ultimately the same thing. Everybody wants to interact. You know, I mean, that's how we're that's how we're wired. We're relational. But the reason to get into agnostic games is especially for many collectors like you and I. Sometimes there's that big old list. That's it. What are you pointing at? I'm trying to point at you. You're on this side. Oh, yeah. That's so hard to figure that out. Um, (laughs) Like left is right and up. And I don't know where I am. Anyway, for miniature collectors like us who just love cool models. 
it's like, wow, I got to get that model. I have no idea why. I just want to paint it. Like when we got hooked on Burroughs and Badgers, mm -hmm. it was the minis. Just, yeah, it was just cool models. But then you find yourself trapped in this situation where you have these drawers full of models and you're like, I don't even use nothing them. about that. Yeah. No, I know you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> But you're like, I don't even use them. And I love the models, but I don't use them. So those miniatures agnostic games really, really give you an opportunity to start digging around in the in whatever your miniature drawers are. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I've liked about them is because it lets you do that, I'll dig through my unpainted drawers. My my it's not a pile of shame. Cause I'm not ashamed of it. A resource. It's, it's, that's right. It's, it's just, I'm just managing my resources. Um, but I'll dig into that. And with a miniatures agnostic game, it's like, I'm not looking for this space Marine or, or this fighter or this, whatever I'm looking for, whatever looks cool. That's going to fit the bill. And that's really fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking at these minis cause they're cool and you're going to worry about the rules later. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just that a lot of times. Yeah, I look at these minis. And I'm like, man, that's cool. What can I use it for? I'll worry about it later. And, you know, it's funny because I was thinking about this, too, is I don't think that this would have worked 30 years ago. All the agnostic games that are out there. Yeah, because the minis were very tailored to whatever system or game. Exactly. That they all that stuff wasn't out there. And. And all of the, <laughs> here's the funniest part of that. All of the people that first got into the, the gaming way back then, you know, 30 plus years ago, 40 years ago, whatever it was, that got into it a long time ago, we all remember this, right? Going into the game store and you were young, you could buy a blister pack and you then you were broke. That was it. Unless you had birthday money or something, then you could buy four or five blister packs, right? Well, now all of those people um, that that were buying one blister pack at a time, we're all grown up now and we all have jobs. And it's like, you know what? I can go buy a whole army now if mm -hmm. I want to. So I think that's contributed too to those piles of the, those resource piles. That's what we're going to call them. It's not a pile of shame. It's a resource pile. Resource. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, you're, you're not as gun shy about spending that and worrying well, I, about. I think when you're a hobbyist, you set aside disposable income. You know yeah. what I mean? I, you, like I, I budget for it. It's like, I want this. So this is what I want to do. I'm going to save my money for this. And even though, even though I'm 47 years old, I still wait for, uh, for Christmas. Cause I know somebody's giving me some Christmas money. Mm -hmm. Somebody's giving me some Christmas money and that stuff is going right back into the hobby. <laughs> or I like here, Tyler said this. And this would work for what we're talking about. They, pile absolutely. Of pile of opportunities. And all are asked if we have a list of companies that just produce minis. You know, I don't, but um, I put I could, something together. Yeah, right? I could pro we could probably put something together and throw it up in the Discord and on Facebook or or, or wherever. Um, we should make a we should make a coffee cup on Redbubble that just has all of the different games. I mean, you can't click on it, but it would still be cool. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It'll remind you of what you have to look into. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, and then other resources, Patreon and Kickstarter. Oh, don't get me started on, on like, Patreon and even Etsy. Etsy's really good for yep. resources for yes. people that are doing their 3D printing. You know, they yep. buy the rights to just the 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 uh, the file for yep. printing it, um, and then 
yeah, that's I got a couple minis that way. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I haven't bought any from Etsy, but I've printed. I've printed some. So, and I've backed some Kickstarters, Wayne, that were for that reason. Mm-hmm. I mostly did it for terrain, but how much postage for the mug to Australia? I don't know because it's through Redbubble, and I don't know if they do distribution from anywhere else. So you would have to check, but I, I am not sure, man. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm not, recall. I'm not even sure how I would check that, but I can. I mean, I can look and see uh, a little bit, and we a little bit later, and we can post it up in the the Discord if I can figure any of that out. Be happy to. Um, but yeah, so then then we talked about too. There's a couple different kinds of agnostic games. You got your fully agnostic games, which is ninety percent of what we were just talking about. Yeah. And then the partly agnostic games. And you guys have heard us say this a million times is I think the one that started it out and did it right was Sean Sutter at Relic Blade. Mm-hmm. I, I think that his approach to it of having um, a miniatures line and specific models for it lets you continue to sell, you know, you're selling more and more product with the, the miniatures, but it's also agnostic because it's like, okay, we've got these 25, 30 miniatures and we've got these cards, but we've got 40 other hero cards that don't have miniatures that you just get to use whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think that's really cool that it kind of, he has enough of a miniature line to get you started. Yes. You know, you don't have to worry about trying to figure out what am I going to use let's just play, you know, and you could just yeah. play with those for a long time. But Absolutely. Once you get used to the system and the game and you get into it more and you have more of your buddies that want to play the game, then you can build it out, build yeah. up, you know, and try different stuff. So uh, and, I think that's a neat idea. And, and some of those partly agnostic games, at least a few that I'm aware of, like Pulp Alley does that. It's yep. any miniature you want, but has a miniatures line relic blade. Um, Black Sun, the one that I just got. They have specific miniatures, but you can use whatever. You just need Vietnam and Cthulhu models, and that's that fits the bill. It doesn't have to be something specific, which kind of leads us right into the next part, which is, take it away, Eric. So we're going into the pros, right? Right. So first pro to play an agnostic game is you can use any mini collection that you have already or want to get. So you can use the same minis for like five different games and that's in the same theme. And we've yep. mentioned this before. So for example, a sci-fi star breach, right? right? You get minis for that. You can use them in a couple other different space star, yeah. whatever zone Raiders, star grave. Uh, this is not a test. You could cause some of that apocalyptic kind of crosses over sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Those models kind of do that. Um, and I think that one of the nice pros about that is it's easy to target that huge audience, which is the GW audience. Cause if you're throwing a sci-fi rule set out there, they already have plenty of models. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so it makes it easier for those guys to transition to another game, still play their 40 K, but transition to another game and try something a little bit different without having to make this huge financial investment, because the reality is for everyone in this list and everyone that's watching, that's played 40 K love it or hate it. it, it ta- it's a big investment because you have to have mm-hmm. a big army. 
So if you don't have to make an investment, you can just grab all of your space Marines or your demons or your dark Eldar or whatever it is and throw them on the table with a different rule set. A lot more likely that someone will try that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I like the fact like with rain and hell, you know, I was looking for demons and stuff and I pulled out my old ogre kingdoms from, uh, when did that, well, that was like late nineties, early two yeah. thousands. I don't think I've, been able to use them since then. right so they kind of just sat in a display case and i'm just like man i love that model i wish i could use it yep now I can. yeah and i i pulled out for my reign in hell cabal i pulled out 40k demons um some dungeons and dragons miniatures mm -hmm. some horror clicks miniatures oh and gosh. some and some stuff <laughs> from um not reaper now i'm drawing a blank See, now that actually reminds me, you say... Uh, Heresy Miniatures. I had to look over. I have the sticker on the wall. You Heresy the, Miniatures. The Clicks games, if I do ever get into diving, and I just read the rules a little bit, uh, Supers, um, I, I'm I'm rating my Hero Clicks that I have oh, from yeah. over 20 years ago. Oh, I'll heck just yeah. Pull them off, put them on a clear base or something, I'm good to go. Oh yeah, because I've got I've got a mess of those guys too. They're not worth anything really. I mean, not at this point. Yeah, not really. And honestly, I, I will I will say this: underneath that horrible paint job Ooh. are actually some pretty good sculpts. Yeah, because if you strip them and then you repaint them, you're like, wow, that's really not a bad sculpt. So there's that out there too. Okay, and what else? We got another pro here. So it's easier for game developers to concentrate on the game system so they can yeah. really make sure they hit all those, you know, cross the T's, dot the I type of stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, because it can be a big investment of money and time to kind of go into the minis line to go with right. the game. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that's for a company or a designer that's really small, you know, out of their garage, they're a one man team. Yeah. Or if they're just getting started, you know, that's their option. They have to right. do that. And then maybe if things go well, well, that's something they can invest in and get into. So, right. Definitely. Tim asked, is there any mini agnostic games that have rules that would let me use the 40K vehicles? That is a good question. I want to say I thought I saw something for Star Breach, but that may, I, I may, be, may be off on that. But I do know that, um, so Grunts is a miniatures agnostic game that I really like. Now, it's technically 15 millimeter, but there's no reason you can't play it at a different scale. And that game would be, I actually, until you asked that question, Tim, I never even thought about doing grunts at 28 millimeter, but that would be so epic. That would be so cool. Um, Mike said War Surge is one uh, okay. that does that. No star breaches, skirmish troops, no vehicles. I didn't, Spaz says, I didn't remember if, if they had added something. I know Zone Raiders did uh, an upgrade downloadable supplement on the I'm website. I'm actually looking at um, uh, the zero dark stuff that we covered just last week. And I, oh, yeah. I think one of the expansions that he had come out gave you additional okay. rules for vehicles, the big robots or monsters. Right. And that's um, what zone Raiders did was zone Raiders. I know has big stompy robots. Um, 
And uh, so Spaz says Supers has some, and Alder said you can scale up Gaslands and race them. There you go. Rhino race. That, that would be kind of fun. <laughs> that would be interesting for sure. <laughs> that would be interesting. But and we all know the orcs are going to win because they're going to paint their stuff red because red makes stuff go faster. <laughs> That's just how it works, right? So what are some of the cons? So some of the cons, they are – it's hard for a game to flourish without a line of minis. We've mentioned that before. Yeah. Um, they kind of have to rely on supplements uh, in different ways to that they publish to play the game. Right. Um, and that's kind of something that Urban Manhunt is doing right now. Cynthia uh, has one. It, I guess you call it expansion out now. And right. she's working on more to kind of flesh out like a campaign type of yeah. system. So, I mean, yeah, it's harder for them to keep going if you know you buy the book and then it's okay then what um and i know you've brought this up plenty of times and then uh a second con would be uh could be wonkiness in a rule system with the differences in minis now this is a kind of a question that came up last week right when we talked about movement in the different base sizes um and it also depends on the level of competition i think of the game being yeah, played yeah i i think that that's what um, most affects any sort of disparity between miniatures, bases, um, movement is how competitive the game is going to be. Yeah. Because when you're telling the story and you're doing a narrative, you don't need to be as precise. You need rules because if you don't have rules and you don't know, you, you can't determine the direction of the story. So you have to have the rules, but they don't have to be as ironclad if it's not going to be played competitively. You know, yeah. what I mean? because I, then, I, then you're not going to then because when you come in those narrative games, when you come up with a, hey, uh, what are we supposed to do right here? You use uh, I think somebody mentioned it last time. You use the Gaslands rule, maximum carnage, whatever causes them the most carnage is what you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that that's uh, Tyler said there's a game called Speed Freaks uh, for racing, probably for racing your 40K vehicles. Uh, but if you're going to race 40k vehicles, you may as well try to track down a copy of Gorka Morka and go really old school. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you if you want to, especially with those new orc buggies, those would be epic in Gorka Morka. But anyway, I digress. That is definitely not miniatures agnostic. <laughs> Although there's no reason you couldn't race your rhino like no. in Gorka Morka. There's no reason that you couldn't do it. So I think, um, like, you hit on both of them. But to me, the biggest one, because I like going to conventions and and pushing independent games, it's always, always, always a lot harder to push the independent game that doesn't have miniatures. Because people are collectors. They, they, if yeah. they're interested in a game, they're going to want to get all the minis that go with the game. Yep. So yep. that's just, that's the usual way it goes. Yeah. I think, I think that that's all of us. And, and is that a, a bad con? No, I don't think so because no. I think the majority of the people that are doing this are, that's not what they're after. They, they don't want to become, I mean, they wouldn't be sad if they became the next games workshop as far as how much they were selling. Yeah. Nobody's going to say no to that, but, but it, it's not their, it's not their goal. They're putting out material that they love. And that they essentially just want to share with everybody. Um, I think one of my one of my favorites is Star Breach with how the creator Elijah Kellogg went with that one. If you go on his website, it says that the rules will always be free. Period. 
because he just made a game and wanted to share the game. Yeah. And it just got a little bigger and bigger. Um, he went, I know Spaz was jealous of my hardcover book, but he had initially gone to Kickstarter for it, canceled it like a day after it started. And I was like, no. But then what he did was he opened it up on the website, free fun forever. That's what it, that's what it was. Um, he opened it up on his website and had basically a pre-order for it. And every, you know, you paid for the book. So he had enough to cover the cost of all the books and then shipped them out. And it was a limited number. And yeah, yay. you know, I'm clicking myself for that. Cause you sent me the link for that. And I, of course I did. I had it open on my phone forever, like many of my windows. And I just never, I forgot about it. Didn't do it. You know I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I can go grab my book and show it to you and I can show you yeah. the little number up in the corner. I mean, you tried bringing that horse to water, but you just, I did. I did. I couldn't make you drink though, man. I couldn't make you drink, but we made Spaz drink real fast when we told him about it. Didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Sorry, Spaz. Sorry. I didn't get to you earlier, Spaz. So you could have a copy of the book of the hardcover of the book. I, I am sorry. I wish we could have corrupted you sooner. I mean, told you about the game sooner. Well, I think that's about it for agnostic talk. If you guys had any comments or questions, and want to continue the conversation, feel free to send us an email at yes. indieinvasion at gmail.com or join us on Discord. Yes, know? please. We'd love to get some conversation like this stuff going in the Discord. And of course, you can just post your projects, what you're working on in there. That's kind of what we use Discord for, right? That's right. But I think we're going to wrap it up for today's show. Uh, Shortest 30 minutes of gaming talk, right? That's right. That's right. Well, oh, geez. Thanks, guys. Tyler said, enjoyed it, guys. Thanks for all you do. Cool. I'm not Thank exactly you. sure what all we do. <laughs> we we uh, make their wallets feel a little lighter. Yeah, well, we do that to ourselves, too. And uh, Wayne said, be good. See you next time. I don't know if I can do that first part, but I will definitely see you next time. That's for sure. All right, my friend, it is your turn to take us out today. I'm even going to try and be good on the banners. All right. I'm well, going to do guys, my very best. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, as always, you can find the rest of our Indie Invasion podcast audio stuff on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Whew, that's a lot. And check us out. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. And drop us a line at IndieInvasion at gmail.com. And go like, share, subscribe at all yes. those places. And also check out CoastalCon website at coastaltext.com where we have all these links to these places uh you can actually listen to episodes there uh we have links to our friends and partners of the show that do some merch for us and whatnot and actually there will be news pretty soon of coastal Con on there so you may want to check that out and if you want to support us we really appreciate if you visit patreon at patreon backslash indie invasion you throw a couple bucks our way, we appreciate the support. But you don't have to throw a couple bucks. You can enjoy what content we have on there. We post a bunch of videos and different stuff on there that anybody can view. But if you feel like you got to put some stuff on you or you need something to drink out of, please visit our new redbubble.com people in the invasion to get all in the invasion merch. Yes. If you need a shirt, a hat now, a, a coffee hat. mug, maybe you just need a nice 
pillow to sleep your big old head on. That's right. Or a You'll clock. Or a clock. An iPhone cover. <laughs> we got you. We have got you covered. Or Redbubble has you covered anyway. We just threw the artwork up there. So Yeah, yeah. But that's it, guys. Um, that's going to be about it for this week. Until next time, you guys out there digging through mini bins, prepare yourself for the invasion. <laughs>